Thank you for listening to the Other Side of Sports podcast, representing the DMV. Be sure to subscribe to us on Stitcher, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube at OSS TV. Look, we need your support, so please do us a favor and make sure you leave a comment and give us a rating. Thank you. Now on to our show. You are now tuned to the other side of BOK Sports 9 Welcome back. Welcome back. You're now tuning into the other side, the other side of sports. I'm your yeah. host, Laws, in the building. Yeah. We got Aaron. Yeah. No D. Right. Actually, D might join us. Uh, at some point during the show, we we gonna see. But of course, we rocking out. Got a lot of stuff on tap. We gonna get into all of it. Uh, first things first. Before we get into our question of the day, Aaron, let me ask you, dog. You walking across any of these crates out here in the in the streets? Hell no. Is you doing the crate challenge, dog? Zero percent chance, dog. Dog, <laughs> this joke is so silly to me, dog. What is, what is people doing? It's not, the crates is not built for Bambas to make it across them jumps, dog. I don't understand why we in particular feel like if we see one person do something, we got to try it too. Like it's okay for somebody to try something and you not try it. You just look at the video and be like, oh, okay, and keep it moving. But for some reason... I don't know how this joint become challenges though, dog. Like really, like I said on IG, like I'm about to just create a challenge, like run across the highway, see if you can make it across without getting getting your legs clipped. Like just anything that's dumb to just the, come to your mind, dog. You just, people just doing it, dog. It's just ridiculous, bro. And of course it's us primarily. Dog, something about us, our skin, dog, we just can't help ourselves. If we see one person do something, we gotta do it too. Dog. That's why it's so easy to suck black people into the vortex, dog. This they gonna jump. jump off the cliff. You <laughs> they gotta nudge them, but a little bit, and they go. Oh, look! Look at some of these videos, dog. Obama's getting folded, dog. Look at this. I broke my back. What do you mean by that? You my broke back, back is broken. What a vertebrae or, or well, what portion? Spinal. Dog, what's wrong with us, Aaron? What's wrong with us, dog? These Bama's out here getting folded, dog, for nothing. They giving Bama's a hundred dollars to try tight rope across these crates, dog. It just don't make no sense to me, bro. It make no sense to me. I, I, yeah, I don't get it, young. I don't get it. I just, there's no way you can convince me to try to walk across them crates, dog. There's no way. Dog, I ain't got the... Yeah, that joint is a fail. Definitely a fail. Um, We got a lot of stuff to talk about today. We got a lot of stuff. We're going to get into some uh, Shikari Richardson who recently got her boots smoked on the track and really I, I mean her response to getting smoked on the track she wasn't she wasn't really humble about it 
she wasn't really humble about it at all. So I'm trying to figure out Aaron, dog. She did all that rapping and got her boat smooth, smoke. I, I don't get it. And then she had this to say as a response to after getting smoked. This is what her this was her response. <laughs> this is one race. <laughs> I'm not done. You know what I'm capable of. Count me out if you want to. Talk all the shit you want. Cause I'm here to stay. I'm not done. I'm the sixth fastest woman in this game ever. And can't nobody ever take that from me. That sound like somebody trying to boost their own head up. The way she was talking in that, like, I'm not buying it. You can count me out in a, uh, uh, like, all that is, is fabricated, dog. I just, you just got to smoke. Just, why don't you just look? I wasn't my best, best version of myself today. I got, I got the boat, my boat, boost smoke, and I got to get back to training. I lost. I caught a mean L, and, you know, I'm disappointed in my performance. That's what should have been a response. I'm disappointed in my in my 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 performance. You know, I've been training for this and 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 I just didn't do well. Bottom line. And instead, she doubles down with the arrogance, cocky attitude. I mean, yeah, it's not a good look. And I know a lot of people, you know, fans of Shikari. Which is fine. I mean, I, I want I want to see her do well too, but I'm an equal opportunist, young. If you talking smack, if you talking trash, you got to back it up. That's the school I come from. All the smack talking, you front running and doing all that. You the best, and I'm like that, and all like. You got to back it up. You got to back it up. And it's just disappointing that, you know, she just couldn't back it up. And I don't think, you know, maybe maybe she needs the the hate, perceived hate to kind of drive her to be better. I, I don't I don't know. I don't know. Um, you know, I mean, yeah, it, it is what it is. Uh, this past week, you know, we had preseason games. Uh, I think the the last preseason game the the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers had a fight broke out at the game, and I just I'm trying to figure out like how does this stuff even get started. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how this stuff be getting started, dog, at their games. You know, people people start talking a little bit too much trash and then somebody taking it a little too personal. They got the beer flowing at the stadium and then, you know, his youngin, it's always a youngin, dog, that get it kicked off. Always. Dog, the Batman held back, young, because he was both a glasser immediately and he was like, he He held back. He should have glassed her immediately. Dog, you can't, dog. He should have glassed her immediately. <laughs> you can't, though, Aaron. You First can't all, put your got, hands on a grown man for that skin, reason. <laughs> she don't know dog. about physical consequences, but she know now. Dog, 
And the thing is, he he ain't he, he held back too. Like, he could have finished her. He could have finished her, dog. <laughs> dog, people got to learn to keep their hands to themselves. Dog, you can't be putting your hands in people's faces and expect them to just. Dog, the only person in this world that can put their hand in my face and smack me in my face is my baby girl. Dog. That's about <laughs> it. That's about it, dog. I and mean, it, the missus probably could too, but that jump be an altercation. The, everybody else, dog, you you cannot put your hands in people's faces. It's not and this proper is, conduct. And, and it's going to come across as sexist, but I don't care. Control your youngin. <laughs> not for real, because when it comes down to it, he the one that got the paws put on him. Because his youngin won't sit still and shut up. Sometimes you got to tell him, this ass open ain't for you. Shut up. Shut. Sit down. Because when it comes down to it, I'm going to be the one that's going to have to to, to take care of the repercussions. Every, every time, dog. You already know. You already know. You saw that lady. I don't got the video, but you saw the lady who was doing the... Uh, <laughs> she was like... I guess she was at a birthday party with the alligator inside the tank. And then the snapped her ass snapped up. Her, <laughs> snapped her arm. Snapped her arm. And caught that arm. If it wasn't Bama's around, dog, she was finished. Cause that Bama took her for a ride. He was about to put her on the death the death roll, and when that happened, the arm come off. <laughs> she would have looked like Mr. Potato Head if he would have got that spin off. It would have been over. It would have been over. Dog, <laughs> I'm saying Bama's got some. It's it, Bama's got to come to the rescue, dog. Ain't right. Like, she, she, yeah, dog. She she should have known better. She should have known better. But she, um, they a lot of times they feel like. It's a dude, he's not going to hit me. So I can kind of like battery in my back. I can do and say what I want. He he almost didn't hit her. <laughs> he said he almost didn't hit her. He almost didn't, dog. Because he, like, he, you saw him like, what? And then he like held back. Then he just realized like, it's gone too far. And then he put the pause. It was perfect when the dude stood up. Because then he could let that animosity out on the yeah, dude yeah, yeah. for not controlling her in the first place. He put it, he, he was looking like a bobblehead for a second. He was asleep for five seconds. He was sleeping in that seat. No. Yeah, he had to redirect that jump. That was perfect. Yeah, nah, agreed, though. But gotta stay out of the line of fire, yeah. All right, uh, question of the day. You you want to say anything about the Shakari Richardson getting smoked out there? I know you've seen the video. Oh, I saw it. I don't know. Is I she, mean, what's that to be <laughs> to be said? Like, dog, you know, but she, her attitude after the jump, it was it was it wasn't ladylike, dog. Well, I I'm not touching that one. But what I will say is, like, I don't even think it's her fault. It's the people they put a battery in her yes though they created this monster where they she can't she just the best. they told her she the best can't nobody see her she has no, to live up to an image that was created by the internet it has nothing to do with her dog you can't come in last place though but you can the problem is she didn't say anything before leading up to this it's everybody else on the internet just because she looked like somebody that Live down the street from you in 2021. All of a sudden, they putting her on a pedestal, dog. And here's a secret: all of the fastest women in the world are black. It's not like she's the one black uh, track star in a in a world full of white women. All of the fastest women in the world are black. 
So it was no need for them to try to pedestalize her other than the fact that she got the lashes and the nails and the hair. Her characteristics, dog. And, you know, hood going to elevate you, dog. Street cred. You already know how it go. And they going to be early, too. Loud and wrong. Loud and wrong, dog. That's what the hood known for. Loud and wrong. Yeah, dog. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. But I don't even put it all on her, dog. It like it's yeah, the people right. on the internet that created right. this environment yeah, right. where she feels like they're asking her questions they wouldn't normally have asked somebody in that situation who came in last place based on things people on the internet have created. You're it right. has nothing to do with her, dog. First of all, the last place Batman don't never get interviewed. Never. <laughs> Unless the blackity blacks on the internet have created a situation where it's like, oh, look at your little superstar. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, dog. That joke didn't, it wasn't a good look. Uh, uh, all right. Question of the day. Question of the day says, my wife and I both work at the same place. And recently my department hired a female employee who was far too hands-on for my liking. <laughs> she acts the same way with everyone so it appears to be her personality and she hugs people and touches their arm while speaking to them all the time many people have no problem with it but there have been a couple including myself who have expressed that we do not appreciate being touched <laughs> when she crossed the line and made me feel uncomfortable was when she came from behind and started massaging my shoulders while talking to me I jerked away and gave a what the look away uh, and she went on her way. I later spoke with my boss asking how to properly tell her to keep her hands off me and he said he would take care of it and appeared to work for a couple weeks. During the last couple weeks, she has barely spoke to me and even avoids asking me anything at all and waits for the boss to show up. However, yesterday things changed and she started asking me work-related questions and at one point, while talking excitedly about something, she touched and slapped my upper arm, similar to when someone uh, might tell tell a joke and find it really funny. It was way it was the way she normally would be with other people. And I again pulled away, and she seemed to realize she was too close and gave some room, and we didn't have a problem again. I felt that it was a slip up, and that the situation was handled. When I spoke to my wife about it. She got really upset and feels that I did not do enough. I Here prefer not to make a big deal out of something small. But Here we go. How big, <laughs> big of a deal that it was. I told my wife I will voice my feelings if the new employee failed to get the hint uh, this time. But we are at the at a place where she feels I'm defending the other woman when I'm simply am trying to avoid making work really awkward. What should I do? Tell your wife worry about her job. How she, <laughs> how she controlling what's going on at your job that you got to go to every day? She worked right? work there with him. Dog, stop. They work at the same place, dog. That's the first problem. <laughs> no comment. But, dog, hi. Dog, you know I struggle with Bamas that don't be in control of their own livelihood, especially <laughs> in their house. Though. No, first of all, he already took on the sentiments that she, I mean, well, granted, it may make you feel uncomfortable, but I feel like part of that is because it makes His her wife feel is uncomfortable. <laughs> and it's like, she's dead. Because if she wasn't dead, Batman would be giving her hugs back and her. Right. Day, Unless she's back super weak. Up. Dudes ain't going <laughs> to complain about, dudes just don't complain about that kind of stuff. Like, it's a lot of people that's weird at work. We just deal with it. 
Yeah, and now if she touch your butt or something, right? Bounce or something like you be like, hold on, young champ, you need to fall back. Like, but tap you on your arm while she laughing, like stop, though. It's uh, just not in my house. That's all I know. Not in my house, though. <laughs> People <laughs> live in realities. Man, yeah, though. my man's shoulders and stuff talking. To like, I mean, granted that, like, so I'm from the school that if it's inappropriate in front of your wife, then it's just inappropriate all around. So if I wouldn't want it like to happen in front of my wife, then I wouldn't want it to jump happen right. in general. You know what I'm saying? And and I think being able to say, I don't think you got to go to the boss and all like that, but you just got to be like, hey, look, like that's inappropriate. You know, please don't touch me like that. You know. And if my wife worked there, I'm going to definitely add that caveat. But like, young, you ain't want to see my wife with the hands. So I'm going to just tell you, just relax, young, because I don't, I don't want the smoke come your way. Chill out. Yeah, I just don't hear anything inappropriate. Even though your boy Cuomo just had to resign for that and Biden was getting a headache based on that same behavior. Guys just don't like see things that aren't there. Like if it's, if somebody just hit you because of joy, it might be annoying, but it's we don't see it as oh they sexually assaulting. Yeah. And outside of that, just it got to be. I just don't think it's that big of a deal. Yeah, yeah it got it got to be egregious. It got to be. I mean, it seems like you're trying to honor your boundaries to some degree. You know, she just touchy feely, and so you know you might want to keep six feet, dog. Wear your mask and just back up. I, I don't. I mean, but, but don't let some up somebody else tell you how to feel. Yeah, <laughs> like that dread is just weird to me. Yeah, you're not in control of your own emotions and feelings. I, I guess not, dog. I guess not. Uh, on to some sports. You know, there's a lot of preseason going on. We're gonna get to some of these quarterback uh, competitions. Jameis, Jameis, Jameis Fry. Cook. We can start there. It's Cook. a good deal. It's his job. That was enough. The Batman was cooking on all cylinders. And we've known Jameis to have games where he just be in his own, dog. Where he just drop the ball in a hat and just be cooking, dog. And I think this was a display of that. Um, Taysom didn't look, he looked real lackluster. Uh, Him throwing the ball, it looks so awkward and forced. It's like he's aiming the ball at times. He he does miss a couple, and that's to be expected because he's basically like a, a running around quarterback. Mm-hmm. But there's to me, there's just a league of difference between Jameis and and Taysom, even when he's having success on the field. I get mm-hmm. the mobility piece that he has that Jameis does not, but even the sacks he was taking in the pocket, based on him just not trusting what he's seeing and things like that, is just. Mm-hmm. I don't even think this is a real competition. I get coaches have to play that game in training camp, but like you said, I think this is Jameis's job to lose. Yeah, nah, facts. And and I mean, he definitely showed the two touchdowns, you know, both down down the field passes that was on Dimes. the money. Dimes. Uh, you know, I, I thought even even his intermediate passing was sharp. Like the Batman only had one incompletion and two touchdowns. I mean, what more do you need to see? I think, I mean, I don't know. Sean Payton hasn't come out and, and named him the starter, but I think after a performance like that, you'd be hard-pressed not to. Um, I think everybody who's been watching and has watched this competition up to this point, you know, would be be surprised if if James was not named the starter. Um, and that red know, shirt, yeah, it might look like a genius move, though. Because remember when he ended up going to the Saints, people was like, what, what, what? Dog, it might be the move. Yeah. He might be able to finish out his career here if he continue to look like that. 
very well might. I, I, I have to even change his projection in my book from a fantasy standpoint, because we're going to talk some, a little bit of fantasy today, where I have him ranked, because I had him ranked low. And with the performance last night, even though you know you're not, you're going to get some bad Jameis in there too, but Sean Payton, I trust his offense. And if he can really, you know, be put in positions to win where it's simple with the weapons that they have, they get Michael Thomas back, and he's if he's relatively healthy, where Alvin Kamara, uh, if Callaway can step up, like I like that Saints offense, though. I think Sean Payton's very creative. Um, and and if Jameis can make the make the throws, he's not as elusive uh, as Taysom Hill, but you know he has mobility enough. Um, so we we definitely gonna watch that. Uh, another quarterback competition, Cam and Mac Jones, though. Now I think this is kind of taking a turn, and I, I don't want to say these Bamas is doing funny business, but it seemed a little funny that Cam Newton has been basically removed from the team due to uh, COVID protocols uh, for the next five days. Well, until Thursday, he'll be able to come back and may be able to play in that preseason game. But he's not with the team now currently and not practicing. And for whatever reason, it was a mix-up with the testing because if you're not a vaccinated player, you have to get tested every day. I guess he was away from the team. And I think he did get tested, but maybe some criteria. It, it still sounds a little funny to me. The funniest part, get vaccinated. I don't have no sympathy for anybody who's not vaccinated to this point. If you're not pregnant, I don't want to hear it. Get vaccinated. You won't be able to sit up there and say, oh, maybe they doing this and doing that. I don't want to hear it. Fair enough. From nobody. No exceptions. So, so does this open the door for Matt Jones to take the starting position? And starting QB job from Cam Newton because Cam up until this point has looked, in my opinion, better than than Matt Jones. And Matt Jones hasn't looked bad. He should look better. He's been in the league you're ten right. years. You right? You right? But I'm you'll get to see. Pa- I'm talking about from a passing standpoint. This is probably the better passing Cam that I've seen in recent years. No, that's true. But I think that's all been predicated on his health. Like, I wasn't one of the people who jumped off the bandwagon like the Bama's trash. Like, if you're not healthy and you can't do what you're... He relies heavily on his athleticism and his arm strength. He stands flat-footed in the pocket. He's never been a guy who set up a good base to be able to throw the ball. So if he's not healthy, it's going to be glaring. And it has been over the past two and a half years. So if he's healthy, I expect him to play better, to pass the ball better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we gonna see, we gonna see. Uh, I I think it opens the door for Matt Jones, honestly. Uh, if he can come out, you know, in this last preseason game, which he'll probably get to start because Cam's not in the building, and and do well in it. I I don't know, though. I any other know. any other coach, I would be with you. But to me, Belichick is the smartest coach in the league, and one of the things he knows is that once you go to Mac Jones, you can't go away from him or, or he's done. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a, you, you got to be very careful with the psyche, especially with these rookie quarterbacks. So I think he trusts Cam at least to be able to have them in the game to give him a chance to win long enough to be sure about Mac Jones. But I don't think Mac Jones is NFL ready mm-hmm. by no stretch of the imagination. So um, 
even if he feels like Mac maybe look a little better in the preseason at some point, or if he cooks in this game, I don't think Bill's going to make that leap and throw him out there when he knows if it doesn't end up working out and he has to pull him, that could be it. We've seen it happen so many times where they rush a guy out there to say their job or something else is going on. And then they have to re- pull the guy back. And once they pull him back, he never gets that confidence back. So, so what, so speaking of that, the bears, they got Andy Dalton. They got rookie of the year. What they gonna do? What is what is what the pressure is on? Andy Dalton has not played bad in these preseason games. Justin Fields, I think, is just has more excitable characteristics that people want to see, and he's rookie of the year fairly well. So, you coaching the team, what are you gonna do? What do you, what do you do? You roll the dice with Justin? I think the same thing in the, as the previous situation. I think. I, I know that Justin Fields has played better than Andy Dalton in the uh, preseason so far, even though Andy hasn't played bad. But Andy is a competent NFL quarterback, and you're going to lose some games that you're going to be frustrated with sending him out there. But you got to be careful, especially coming off week one, right? Especially coming off of uh, Dwayne Haskins, who is the main reason why Fields ended up dropping. Like people can try to allude to other things, but. That's the reason he ended up dropping because people just say, oh, Ohio State quarterbacks, this is a repeat of the same and basically tried to pivot off of. So he's also black in Chicago. So you got to be very careful with how you tread him out there and what you allow to be presented on film, because if it's a couple little chinks of things that he needs to work on to happen and then you get the right broadcasters that want to see somebody else play and start pulling them strings, we know how that works. You know how I go, though. You already know. So you give them the trash first so they don't have anything to jump to. They'll be begging for them by week six. <laughs> give them the trash. Give them the trash first, though. <laughs> give them the trash. Speaking of trash, though, what we going to do here? I, I, I've been watching the game. That office, though. Ryan Fitzpatrick looking real pedestrian, bro. He looking real pedestrian, real regular right now. And I'm saying it's not a big gap between the two, but I think Taylor Heineke's played slightly better than, than Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, I just think from the way the O-line is looking, that O-line is looking trash can. And if you don't have a quarterback that can be mobile, I, I think we're just in trouble. And, and I'm... Honestly, if they roll Fitzpatrick out here and try to sell him to the fans, that they already did. They already did. That ship is sailed. So you can't put that back in the can. Listen, put listen, put that toothpaste back in the in the canister. Dog, I can see it. It's bad. He's not. But you didn't see training camp. And Heineke was very bad for all training camp. When when you got the white announcers coming out and saying that you know the Bama was trash, oh, but this so that's the, what the coaches have seen too. So, so so this is the thing. I think with Taylor Heineke, I think he got gamer syndrome. He got the Doug Flutie. The I agree. The, like they're like when you just put the Bama out there and he just got to play off and mostly instinctive. I think he he go get the best version of him, but when you try to like. I think when, when it's running NFL offense and have practice like every other quarterback has to do, we can't we can't have these skate these these different routes to take with certain guys. We got to hold everybody to the same standard. So so this is another thing too. Our play calling, trash. There you go. 
Now you you getting warm. Back, we back to square one. The Bama's trying to be a genius. He want to get the boy genius tag, and he's not a genius, dog. Go ahead, download your father's offense, and just run that. Just run it. I don't, I don't, I don't get it, though. With these these offensive coordinators trying to get this, I mean, I do get it because we've seen Batman's get head coaching jobs, Shanahan, McVay, all over the NFL. Like you know, what I'm saying easy coming from here, but. The offense, to me, it doesn't look like it's going to be successful. I know it's preseason. I know everything is vanilla. But, though, the stuff that they are doing, I'm like, nobody's open. You cannot run an offense in preseason where Bams are not open. To me, that's a bad offense. Everybody should be open because teams are playing base defenses. Base zone, you might get a little bit of man here and there, but passes are there, slants are there, uh, curls are there. Like, and it's just from a quarterback play standpoint, I am not encouraged, though. I am not encouraged. And I'm almost at the place where, where square one, where <laughs> I, I don't really care who you tried out that jump. Like, who going. Like the, the win loss column is going to be about the same. Exactly. I, that, that's how I'm feeling about it. I think Fitzpatrick probably gets you two more wins, but he'll also get you two or three more losses. So it's kind of hard. Even though that doesn't make sense, it makes perfect sense because the Bama can go out and win you games that Heineke can't, but he will also lose games that nine out of 10 other quarterbacks wouldn't lose for you. Mm-hmm. They might not win it for you, but they're not going to lose it for you. And so you can already see Ron Rivera with his temperament getting frustrated if that turnover machine starts. But that hasn't been his issue to this point in the preseason. So I think it's still early. They probably going super vanilla. When you take a guy whose offense is already vanilla and give him preseason, that's not a recipe for success because you got to go double vanilla. So I'm just going to give him a couple of games to see what he has worked out with uh, Fitzpatrick. But just the the status of the roster on – I'm not thrilled with. So I don't know when everybody else was getting so excited when he signed here. I didn't really see offensively what the big changes were that was going to make that big of a difference. Uh, I'm not encouraged at all. After watching the product, I'm like, dog, the, oh, the defense is right back where it was last year. Guy scored 25 points for us to have a chance, dog, because I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The old line was not creating any holes. For the running back, for the running game. That's one. Two, Fitzpatrick was inaccurate on throws. He looked real loosey goosey with his throws. The pocket was collapsing on him, and I felt like he couldn't get away. Like, it just. You don't think he's as much a gamer as you think Heineke is, though? So, so for me, I feel like Fitzpatrick is a rhythm, he's a rhythm based quarterback. He's one of them quarterbacks that you got to, like, get in a rhythm and hope that he's staying at rhythm. Like, he's not, to me, he's not your, he's your, I think that's why he had success with the Dolphins because their offense is is really predicated on a rhythm. And I, I just, 
I mean, Heineke at least is a more elusive, in my opinion. And right now, the way that old line look, we're going to need somebody who can scatter around out that gym. I almost hope they start him. Even though I know it won't happen, it'll never happen. I almost hope they trot him out there so y'all can see (laughs) what you're really asking for. Because that's what ends up happening. Y'all ask for something, then when you get it, y'all be ready to blow the whole joint up. I think Fitzpatrick is going to be fine, dog. I'm ready to blow it up anyway, dog. What you mean? I think Fitzpatrick is going to be who he's been. Yeah, he's he's going to play around 500 football. It was no reason to get excited and think you're going to win a division right. when you're all right. the quarterbacks were gone you're last year. who we thought you are. Yeah. Yeah, nah, that's a Next year is the year, though. Develop the defense. Next year is the year. Don't play for but this you, year. But, but you know how I go, though. Them defenders going to start getting, like, I want out of this zone, dog. These Bama's is... That's what happens when the quarterback is trash. But when you trot A-Rod down here next year, everything will be cured, though. You're right. You're right. I like I like that way you think, bro. All right. Uh, let's go to some fantasy, though. It's a list of 10 fantasy players you want to avoid this year. This list is interesting. First on the list, number 10, Tyrell Williams. You want to stay away from anybody who's in a uh, Lions uniform. We just going to keep it all the way 100. Stay away from all Lions, young. You don't want nobody on that team. Um, Not even a running back. What's his name? The uh, running back they got last year. Just stay away from all Lions. I know that Tyrell Williams is the number one now since, you know, Marvin Jones is gone. Kenny Galladay, they got rid of all the receivers. This is their best receiver on the roster, but... He has been able to stay healthy for his career. And Obama, I just don't know if he is a, is a true number one. So go ahead and stay away. Uh, this junk, I hate to put my man on here, but he got the case right. His young is trying to hem him. You saw what you saw what uh she put on her IG. Him putting hands on her. Yeah, you gotta leave them IG thoughts alone. And don't put your hands on these youngins, though. Not your youngins. Oh, yeah. I ain't talking about the Steelers game, Drake, but. Dog, not you. She supposed to be the mother's kid. Dog, you can I, like you just got here, bro. What is you doing? And then the other night, this man was dropping everything. He been out for a year. Dog, Aaron. You know, you know, I I can't. Dog, what it what being out for a year got to do with your hands, though? I mean, he was a cooker when we saw him playing football. So I don't think that Bama got sorry overnight over the course of a you know I me mean, over the course of a year. It's going to take him a while to get back in the rhythm. He ain't been hit really in a while. You know, what I mean, he ain't played big time football. But when he was on the field with other cookers, he flashed off the screen as the cooker. So I'm not really worried about it right now in training camp. Okay. Jerry Rice had the drops his first year and a half when he was in the league. Like I'm not worried about. It. Okay. Okay. Fantasy, I'm staying away because I don't know what kind of consistency you're going to get. Yeah. I think T. Higgins is a better option on that team. They got a – what's the other Bama in the slot? that They, they run a lot. But I, I just think that there's a lot of other options on that team that you probably want to go before you go Jamar Chase if you have high expectations for him. Uh, next on this list, I'm sorry I had to put my man on here, dog, because this Bama was my, my guy for a minute. But – Melvin Gordon, though. Top five running back. 
four, five years ago. He was dead. But now this Batman is dog, a washcloth, dog. He just about washed all the way. Now he will give you some 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 glimpses here and there, stuff that you can hang your hat on, but overall, you just can't trust it, dog. You just can't trust it. So I would stay stay clear of Melvin Gordon. Uh, even though I know his uh, Lindsay is not there anymore, uh, it's still just not not a favorable situation for him. Um, I think they'll be playing from behind in a lot of games, and you know I, I just will stay clear. Uh, number seven, another running back, Daryl Henderson. Uh, coming out of college, I was high on this guy, dog. I thought he was he was going to just be that guy, and he's just slowly progressed. I think one of the things that's kind of hindered his progress is the McVay offense, dog, which is not really a run-centric, run-heavy offense. It's more for, you know, pass catchers, even in the run game. You know, they're very, like, when they do run, it's heavy in between the tackles. Uh, you know, they got the other running back that they, they had that they drafted last year. It's just, and then he got the injury to his hand. I guess he practiced today, but... I I would just stay away. I would just stay away. Um, on the other running backs, number six, I don't know, Bama's may not agree with this one, but I'm going to tell you why. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Now, I know Andy Reid and the running backs, they can do work. Trust me, I know. He does work with rookie running backs. He had to, uh, Kareem Hunt. Hunt did numbers. But Kareem Hunt and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire are different running backs. They're different in stature, build. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is a much smaller back. Last year, he dealt with injuries, knick-knack injuries. He couldn't stay on the field. You know, he barely played in the Super Bowl. You know, he he played, the I think, the first game he cooked, and then it was just real spotty throughout the year. And I believe you're going to get much of the same. I just think his build doesn't lend to him being able to take the punishment that's garnered at the running back position at the NFL level. Now, will he have a few games in there where he has like, you know, a couple screens? Because, you know, Andy Reid is the greatest screen caller of all time, <laughs> in my opinion, though. His screen game is on 99. So, Will, Edwards Hilaire has some games where he, you know, he has like five catches for like, you know, 89 yards and a touchdown and he runs like, yes, he'll have a few games. But I think you'll see him on the sideline for a few of those games as well. Like, I don't see him playing more than 12 games this year. Um, the next is heavy on running backs, because I know Bama's like to draft running backs. Austin Eckler. Now, I know Bama's like the bug. You know, they like Austin Eckler. He got a little bit of bug tendencies in him. He can, you know, scurry away and got a little bit of speed and stuff like that. But, dog, his durability is just not there. And he going to cook the skins get week one. Don't worry. Log that in. But it's not going to be sustained throughout the year. And I don't know what this new play calling is going to look like at uh, with the with the Chargers, but I know they're probably going to be most likely pass happy. Um, I don't think Austin Eckler, me personally, is an every down back. So I wouldn't draft him. Uh, now we're going to get it. It gets interesting because you, you're going to like these next ones. Odell Beckham Jr. is number four on this list. 
Now, do I think he'll bounce back and have a better year than he had the previous year? I do. Do I think he's a thousand yard receiver? I don't know. I don't know. That offense is different. It's a run first based offense to play action pass. And I don't know that the targets will be there for Odell Beckham for him to have the type of season that people want him to have. Um, down in the red zone, they do a lot of run. Runs down by the red zone. Um, he will get, I, I mean, if I had to put a projection out there, I'll say he's probably going to be between, you know, 900 and 1,000 yards, right around 1,000, and maybe five touchdowns. Is that enough to draft him high with the top wide receivers? I just don't think so. But of course, people are going to, you know, put him in the Odell Beckham of old uh, classification when he was with the Giants and he was frying, he was cooking, and he's just not that now. Um, You're going to like this one, Aaron. (laughs) MAGA man himself. Kurt, the no COVID. No vaccination. No vaccination cousins, <laughs> dog. Now, you know they just got, uh, what's his name, added back to their team? Uh, Everson the, Griffin. The, Everson Griffin. And you know Everson Griffin slandered Kirk Cousins. I didn't know that. He slandered him. He said, dog, Mike Zimmer didn't want Kirk Cousins. We know whose decision that was. He tweeted this out. And so coming back to the team, them resigning, he said that he had to personally apologize to Kirk Cousins for slandering him and apologize to Zimmer and the, and the team and stuff for his comments against Kirk Cousins. But honestly, dog, you don't have to apologize, Everson. Because you didn't make, you didn't tell no lies. It's only going to take a few games before you realize that everything that you said was true because Kirk Cousins has limitations. We all know it. And he's used to being unwanted. Only people that ever wanted him was uh, Kyle Shanahan in Northern Virginia. Other than that, nobody wanted the bet. So this is not a surprise or shock to him. All you're going to do is blow in his hands and be blinking real fast and say, it's okay, pat you on the back and keep him moving. No, if Delvin Cook goes down, which is the same story, Kirk Cousins can't win it, can't win it on his shoulders, though. You're going to get, what you're going to get from Kirk Cousins is the same thing you always get from Kirk Cousins. Eight and eight. The Bama gonna win some games. He gonna play good some games. You gonna play, yeah, this Bama's elite. And then he gonna look real regular and pedestrian in other games. And you gonna be like, oh, this Bama's so trash. It's just, it's I got a, is. I got a secret. What's he that? can't go eight and eight no more. It ain't 16 games. So he floating under 500 from there on. There you have it. There you have it. Um, the next guy on this list at number two, this is a highly coveted running back. People love this guy. Don't draft him. Injury bug. The Bama is an exceptional talent. Does he have the skill set to be elite? Yes, he does. But that O-line is not fitting for him. I think last year the Bama only had like three three rushing touchdowns or something, something real regular. Like he, 
I'm just telling you, he's going to frustrate you if you draft him on your team. Now, if you're in one of them spots where you don't have a choice and he's just the best available guy out there, I mean, I get it because the talent is there. But the team is not conducive to him being successful, you know, just the just how it was set up, dog. And then he gets injured. And then, you know, that old line is just not, it's not, it's not right. And I would stay far, far away from Joe Mixon. Um, as crazy as that sounds. Uh, the last person on this list, can you guess who number one is? It's not Deshaun, but that would have been a good guess. Tom Brady? Nah. It's a quarterback. It's a running back. Uh, Zeke. Gotta be Zeke. Nah. But close. I, I thought about putting Zeke on the, on this list. The boy in uh, New York? Yeah. It's Saquon, dog. Now, I just want to say this. What Adrian Peterson did after his knee injury, I don't, dog, they put a bionic leg on that Bama, dog, because it was unreal. The Bama ran for 2,000 yards, and the Bama was frying after his, after his knee surgery. To me, I don't see Saquon as that. Even though the Bama is an exceptional talent, even though the Bama is like, you know, gifted, I just would not risk a high pick on Saquon. I would steer clear of Saquon. As tantalizing as it would be. Now, if you're the last pick in the second, in the first round, let's say if you're in the 12th team draft and you got pick number 12 and you got pick number 13 and you want to roll the dice and Saquon is there, I would say that that is okay. But I would not put Saquon in that top 10 range. I would not pick him top 20. To me, he's in the 12 to 20 to 25, 12 to 25 range for, for picks. Um, and and that's, all, that's our list, dog. That is our list of uh, players that I, I just would avoid um, this year. Uh, is there anything else that's going on in the NFL right now, dog? I mean, I'm ready, though. I'm ready for it to start. You know, you know, we got the picks, though. You know, we got the picks. That's coming up. We we already ready for the picks, but we're gonna save that. That's gonna be on the lock factory. We're gonna have a. We're gonna give you the insight, the picks. We will help you get breaded this season, though. We're gonna help you get breaded this season. When we do that first episode, y'all gonna see what I'm talking about. Cause I'm gonna have the bread already. I'm already setting it up. Y'all gonna see. And we posting real tickets. Real, real tickets tick- every week. Real tickets. Cause this is the thing. It's a lot of Batman's gonna tell you funny business. Oh yeah, yo, we can help you win your parlays and blah blah blah. They sell you a dream and all like that. No. I'm telling you, this year we're gonna share the secrets. We're going to share all the secrets. We're going to help you get breaded. The thing is, to get to the 40K, uh, the 40K range, everybody can't get there, dog. So we not even, I'm not even going to set you up there. It's only a few elite that can get to that, that status. Y'all might not be there. Y'all might need to start with baby steps, but we're going to help you get there. We're going to help you get there. So stay tuned. We're going to have all the insight, all the info you need to know. We're going to go through the games, tell you the jumps to stay far, far away from, because there are. We're going to tell you what the upset jumps is going to be, the ones that 
got the hook at the end and you're gonna be like oh yeah i'm going with you. and then vegas gonna cash out we're gonna let you know and we're gonna help you we're gonna give you the locks dog we're gonna give you the locks every week we're gonna give you the locks um we 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 might even i haven't put it into the to the to the show yet but we might even give you a guaranteed pick a guaranteed pick every week if the joan is wrong we'll give you bread how about that yeah so we we confident in our in our skill level to be able to you know make the right assessments you know on on the, on the games and so we going we going to hook you all the people that be crying in your DMs they put tickets in they show tickets no. too or they just talk they, they don't put talk. no money on it gotcha they just talk though they just talk we going to show receipts screenshots all that all that but don't worry we're going to tune into the first episode we're still going to cover the picks on here so we're going to go through the picks with the team me D uh Aaron and Jeremy we're going to go through our picks we you know we're going to do the pick up but for the locks you want to come to the tune into the lock factory I'm going to tell you that right now you want to tune into the lock factory um don't worry you you going to get all the information it's going to be on the channel so you ain't got to go nowhere else to find it um follow us at OSS980 at other side of sports um shout out to sports talk tasha shout out to jenna garcia shout out to uh uh benner knows best shout out to uh who else yeah everybody who rock with us dog y'all know who y'all are um and we out you can check out our podcast each and every wednesday on apple podcast stitcher google play just search other side of sports or you can follow us on instagram at oss980 shut up give me a turn to speak fine see you do that to me how does it feel how does it feel to be told to shut up we've talked about let me speak how does that feel how does that feel